Five, four, three. Hello. Hello. Why are you going to flip me off right away? I don't know, because we were counting <laughs> we down to your middle finger. Yeah, that's right. You're an asshole. I know, I know. Hi, everybody. I'm Jim Brogan. I'm Christina Parker. And this is Exus Nexus. about will you interrupt me can i talk yeah that's where we are that's where we are already thanks jim senior (laughs) anyway i don't know what i was saying because you interrupted me what are we doing right now well we're doing a podcast about what about we're two exes we used to date and oh man Oh. And now there's some dance music happening. So, not really. Hey, kids, can we can we try? Everybody silence their cell phones in the room. <laughs> um, yeah, we talk about crap. We used to date each other, and we broke up with each other, and now he's married to somebody much nicer than me. That's right. Fuck off. Why? <laughs> no need. <laughs> uh, so we get together once a week and talk about current events, pop culture. Stuff that goes inter- on in our lives. Entertainment. Irritainment. And then um, we have a secret question for each other at the end that only the bartender knows. And Kelly is the bartender today. She is hmm. making secret drinks based on those questions. So along with Kelly, we're also joined by... Where is the captain? Hey! What are you doing? <laughs> there he is. There he is. <laughs> Who's your bartender? I heard she's a bitch. <laughs> I think I sense some bitterness on the captain's yeah, part. I, I, think he's a, I think he's a bit of a control freak, isn't he? He just wants to run the whole thing. Uh, Shut up! <laughs> just so he can complain about so how he sensitive. has to run the whole thing. So he can complain about running the whole thing. But our bartender is Kelly. Kelly, what have you Hi, what have you brought for us? Oh, well, Jim, you're drinking the Hammered Hulk. Yes. Hammered Hulk. Nice. It's it is bright green. It's it a is. lovely green drink, and I'm afraid because the last green drink I had tasted like fly piss. So. Oh god, it was gross. Did we get a picture of this? The last green drink was like, like Kelly Green. This has got a little bit of Kelly Green. This has got some kind of Caribbean hue to it. It it's looks a, like the Caribbean Ocean. It's got a Caribbean flavor to it too. What's in it, Kelly? It's uh, coconut rum, Midori, uh, blue Curacao, Curacao, Curacao. I always screw that word up. What is it called again? Hulk, Hulk what? Hammered Hulk. Hammered Hulk, that's right. Uh, vodka, and you can either use Sprite or you can use lemon soda, seltzer water, which is what I did because it cuts it down so it's not as sweet. Nice. Can I taste yeah, it? Yeah, of course you can. Mmm. smells like bananas. It's that Midori. Oh, uh, see, I get melon. I get more of a melon thing. Yeah, that's what it is. It's melon. I don't oh. know why it tastes like banana. It tastes like a scratch and sniff snicker sticker from elementary <laughs> school. <laughs> it does. It smells like your sticker album. It's sticker not bad. Book. It's pretty sticker good. That's exactly what it tastes like. You want to try it? I already did. Oh, okay. Yeah, scratch and sniff. We're here with our friend Jody too, who has decided that she wanted to see what it looks like when you make a podcast. We're hanging out. We're all hanging out. We're hanging out. So, uh, Christina, you're yes. drinking Ringo's Drumsticks. Ringo's drumstick. Love it. I love it. I love the name of it. It's just because it's talking about some kind of rock star. Of course you Probably. love it. Probably. Duh. That's got raspberry vodka, vanilla vodka, and chocolate liqueur. It's sweet. It is good. The back end of it's really good. Mm. Tastes like a library book. Does it? <laughs> that's not no, a bad thing. It tastes like a scratch and sniff sticker. I haven't tasted it. This too. I think that that's the theme this evening is scratch and scratch and sniff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It smells like chocolate covered cherry or chocolate raspberry scratch and sniff. Yeah. What is mm-hmm. that? Ringo's those drumsticks? Yeah. Actually, yeah. It tastes like drumsticks. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't. That's yeah. Good. Is it yeah, drumsticks or drumsticks? It tastes drumstick? like sweet. It's Have so you sweet. tasted drumsticks, Steve? No. No. And I've been in bands for 25 years. So. Well, how do you know unless you've tasted one? Why would, why would I do that? With some sweaty <laughs> exactly. knucklehead is sweating all over it. Oh, wow. Why are you going to hate on the sweaty knuckleheads? Um. <laughs> I'm a sweaty knucklehead sometimes. Yes, you are, sweaty Betty. Oh, wow. Wow, now you're just name-calling. All right, what do you got for me? For what? Irritainment! <laughs> well, he wants to sing. <laughs> yeah, he Someone loves- had to do it. And Christina hates it. <laughs> it's funny to me, hearing while he sings. It's very endearing. Aww. It is. It's cute, like a four-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pretty, kidding. That's pretty much. Whoa. Um, what do you got? I, I, I don't really, I'm not really irritated. 
uh, this week. Most of what? the shows just. <laughs> That's it. Show's over. Thanks for listening, everybody. Oh no, I'm always irritated at everything. I know. So what do you got? <laughs> well, um, nothing much actually. I've been pretty um, busy. Been pretty busy. You've been doing Shakespeare rehearsals. Yeah, we have Shakespeare. How's that going? It's a lot. There's a lot to do to memorize and stage Shakespeare in three and a half weeks. It's a lot. I know. I've been there. So, and going through that, and we had an improv show the other night. So, how'd that go? We sold out to. That's awesome. We do that a lot down there at Arts Garage. Actually, it's surprising when we don't more often than if we do. Okay. But it was so, I don't know, it was, we were surprised, and I don't know why we're ever surprised, because it always seems to be that uh, we do well down there. Right. Um, why do you think that is? That we do well? Yeah. Because I think it's a lot of older New York, people from New York um, or the Northeast yeah. that know what improv is. Okay. Well, I think that, yeah, it's, a, it's an older crowd anyway, or generally, and I think that they want to go out and do something. And yeah. I think Arch Garage does a good job of promoting and selling. Yeah, and they have... Uh, and they have their, a built-in audience. Yes, they to their built-in built okay. audience. You get to bring your own drinks, bring your own food. Like, you come in with, like, a picnic, basically, yeah. and have take a table and eat dinner and watch a show for Where the price this? of a show. Arts Garage? Delray. It's in Delray. Okay. Yeah, it's, um, it's right across from the Hyatt. Yeah, the Hyatt. Uh, it's right across. Okay. It's underneath the parking garage. Yeah, so cool. you, hear, you can hear the... You hear the cars over your head. (laughs) Only in the green room. Only when we're getting ready and we feel like I heard it on stage. Did you really? I did. It's terrifying because we're in the green room getting ready and waiting for a car to crash through the. I'm uh, waiting for that ceiling to come right down. And it creaks. He goes. Oh god. Oh, it's creepy. Oh fuck no. Yeah, it is. It's kind of (laughs) wild. Um, but it was a good. It's good because there are people who you don't know. It's not like everybody bought, brought five of their friends, which yeah. is always great. But it's nice to have people that you don't know come and enjoy what you do. It's a good room. It's a good room to okay. do a show. It's, it is. it's deep, and we don't have microphones, but we, we're we loud, and we do a good job of getting out there. So Yeah, I feel like it reinforces that we are doing a good job or that yeah. we are capable of... People like us. People like us. <laughs> I was uh, the day of the show. I was in Whole Foods, and uh, some lady looks at me. She keeps looking at me, and I'm like, I, and then she did look familiar. But then she's like, "Hey, do you do the improv? Are you with the improv group?" And I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Oh my god, you guys are so great! Oh my god, I love you guys. You guys did such a good job." I'm like, "Hey, thanks. You know, we got a show in Delray tonight. You should come down and see it." So it's nice. kind of yeah. And you cool. hated Wally because he got recognized. Yeah. Not this time. Yeah. I mean, probably inside, unspoken somewhere. There's definitely. So it'll come out later. We'll be <laughs> shopping. Let, let me... I want to buy bananas, and she'll just fucking lose it. <laughs> it's funny because our Armando was about ban- There's bananas came Hilarious. up. Hilarious. Look at that. Like it was funny. It was really funny. It was the beginning and the end of it. Was banana. Funny. Actually, we called it Dean's Story Time, and he did this like con- three part story as our sort of monologue. And then we did scenes based on whatever he yeah. told the story about, right? It was really good. Cool. It was fun. I had a banana telephone, of course. I used to, when I was doing the Shakespeare Festival, which I did for four years and many years after, you probably had done it for 20 at that point. Probably. So many when years. I got recognized, it used to make Christina nuts. Because who the fuck is he to come in after I've been doing this for a bajillion years? He does one fucking show and some lady's like, oh my god, it's science. I get recognized a lot. Because I I would text message her every single time, like, got recognized again, and the responding text message was, go fuck yourself. Yeah, because fuck you. (laughs) Because you basically basically look like you on stage. Christina's all disguised all the time. I know, I know. I am a master of disguise. One would say chameleon. It is too Would good. one say that? Yeah, one would. Maybe you would. <laughs> I'm one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I can't argue with that. No, you can't. <laughs> so, uh, that was kind of fun, right? Oh, you know what was irritating? I bought some fucking half and half for $5 because he needs the lactose-free shit. We get it home and it's got mold in it. Ew. Yeah, so now I just paid $5.15 for some bullshit half and half. Why did you bring it back? It's in my refrigerator right now and needs to go back. With a receipt stuck to it. Yeah, I just you got... Did you buy it from Publix? Yeah. You don't need a receipt for that. I don't give a fuck. Well, whatever. I've never returned food. No, it's, <laughs> it's At Publix, it's the easiest fucking thing in the world yeah. to do. Okay, me neither. I mean, you could eat like half a bag of chips and be like, these are gross. <laughs> yeah, you just bring it back to customer service. I, I'm serious. Like, I'll get whatever you want. 
Yeah, wow. and they're like, go switch it out. And I was like, okay. Trust me, Publix is the best place to return shit. That used to be Bed Bath & Beyond. Because <clears throat> they had um, a lifetime warranty on their plastic scrubbies. And lifetime warranty. So you could use it for three years and bring it back all fucking busted. Time- <laughs> My friend Tom Yeah, I've been wiping my deuter with this for three years. <laughs> yeah. Have it back. Yeah, I'd like to return this for my for the lifetime warranty on that thing, please. And I would like another one. She did that for years. Hilarious. How about now? I don't know. All right. I'm sure she's still doing it. No, I don't think you can. I think they changed the policy, actually. Uh, because of people like her. <laughs> yeah, probably because of one fucking person. It ruined <laughs> it for everybody. Nice. And it was probably you. It wasn't me no, at I'm just all. Kidding. She's the criminal mastermind in our duo. Okay, so this might be irritainment because we said we were going to talk about this, the Charlie's Angels trailer. I've got it on here. I know you do. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> gross. What? Don't give me gross. You're practically farting in the mic half the time. How the fuck? Are you <laughs> <laughs> Do we need another Charlie's Angels? No, just, we don't. No. Exactly. And, it, it, is I th- it, and I think Mick G fucked that right in the ass enough that we don't need no, it for a while. No, that first one was good. First one was fun. It's fun. Second one was... Fun. <laughs> a ridiculous. It was ridiculous, but it was sort of fun still. Cir- I liked the that characters. That was what was good about it. It was, a good, it was a new interpretation of it. Yeah, and it, it was cir- sexy a, and a goofy. And of, uh... I, will, I have to trust Elizabeth Banks is the way I feel about it. She's I, not a good director, though. She's not? No. She's directing it? Yeah. yeah, she also and she plays Bosley. And she wrote it. Yeah. Oh wow! <clears throat> I don't know how she is as a writer, but I never saw Pitch Perfect. But from what I understand, oh, everything so that I've read wait, was the so direction is bad. So you're just basing your opinion that she's not a good director on what other people have said, and not on your own eyewitness. Okay, that's fair enough. I hate that. I guess I am. But yeah, uh, you hate fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Why? I think you used it correctly. You're not saying you didn't use it correctly. I think it's an overused phrase. I think it's one of those. Not gonna lie is an overused phrase yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. The the kids are saying for sure now. And it's an unnecessary thing. I actually talked to a young professional on the phone. I forgot where she worked, but I got at least two for sure's. And that's a professional. I was like, oh, sweet. For sure. Yeah, for sure. (gasps) Wow. You started it. That goes all the way back to the whole Valley Girl thing. No, they don't know what that is. If I ever heard gag me with a spoon on the tele- on the telephone, I'd be no, but okay, pleasantly fine, surprised. For sure, for sure. she's a valley girl, and there is no cure. I know, but they say it differently. There's a different inflection. I, I'm sure you can do it. I don't know. I've never heard this. What, uh, for sure, for sure. I'm sure. Wow, there you go. Probably for sure, right out of the I th- yeah, right, it out right, of the out, right out of the Frank Zappa song. <laughs> I do like mimicking people, but that's just me. What else were we talking about? Yeah, Charlie's Angels. So, yeah. and I don't like that little pouty mouth, Kristen Stewart. Well, I. That's oh, why I. Too? Oh, she's in it. Oh God. But she looks like Kristen Stewart being Kristen Stewart without such a snark face. I think she looks like she's having a little bit of fun. I'm not saying but that she still this looks is. Like it's a, about time. It only took her whole career. Like an angry. <sighs> Angry. Like she's kind of smiling and she looked good in the blonde wig and like look kind of. She's pretty. She's a pretty girl. She yeah. looks good in anything. You could put her yeah, in a she, pile of shit and she, she'd look good. But she always she looks like she's got a mouthful of shit in every movie she's been in. Yeah. I feel like she acts the same in every movie she's she Just does. because the camera loves you doesn't mean that it loves you while you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> because it does. The camera loves her, but shh. Yeah. She needs to play a mime. Yeah, silent movies, she would have been great. It's like Gwen Stefani. I love you singing me some punk rock, like, happy, spappy music. Don't talk in a real voice. Don't be interviewed. Oh, she always talks through her teeth. Oh, God, it hurts You ever notice that? She always talks through her teeth. No, because I try to change it as soon as I start hearing her talk. Oh, no, very angry. Yeah, she. it's terrible. It's fucks terrible. (laughs) Like that. (laughs) She doesn't sound a thing like that. No, that was talking through my thing like that. <laughs> no, she has some. She sounds like a dum dum from Southern California. She sounds like a Southern California dum dum. Oh God, you used to love her so much. I still, I still like that part of my history. I liked her, and I stand by that. It was fun, but I didn't ever want to hear her speak. Don't speak. <laughs> it's what I want to say to her. <laughs> uh, How ironic, isn't it? Uh, don't you think? No, <laughs> I really do think. <laughs> She's so Canadian. Who? Elias Morissette. Come on, let's oh, get yeah. back to trashing Kristen Stewart. Oh uh, well, so are you gonna see? Are we gonna see no. it? 
We're not going to see it. <laughs> I have no, no I'm not desire. Watch it. None, none whatsoever. And I love Elizabeth Actually, Banks. Actually, I don't either. It looks too like international spy, mm-hmm. cuckoo bullshit. I don't know. It seems like it's taking itself too seriously, but I also think there's going to be like because Elizabeth Banks is bo- Bosley, it's going to be this whole like. There's a bunch of Bosleys. forces female kind of no, thing. There's a bunch of Bosleys. The way she's oh, interpre- there's a bunch of Bosleys. The way she's interpreting Bosley that makes me care even less. <laughs> <laughs> the way she's interpreting Bosley is um, a title, right? Like, oh, this Bosley is in this area. It's like the Bosley. So it's like Sir, but you no, go by like, Bosley. It's like um, M or whatever, right? Every like every office has a head guy. There's a there's a they head never guy really established that until Skyfall. Okay, whatever. My point is, it's like the Bosley is like a head guy in different offices. Right. So she's just a Bosley. I think that Digimon Hasu is another Bosley. Digimon. Oh. Digimon? Digimon? (laughs) Digimon? Wow. Simon Hasu? Is that your I've never heard it said. The the, the Pokemon guy. (laughs) Digimon. Want to play some Digimon later? (laughs) Whatever. I just was reading it. (laughs) Phonetically speaking, it looks like that's what it says. I've never heard it spoken. No, you have to take this out. No. (laughs) You're leaving it in. You're leaving it in. Not if you put a gun to my head. I take this out. I never heard it said. I can't believe you. Say it again. Jaiman Hansu. Jaiman. Yes. I like that so much better. It's, it's the like the way you say DJ when you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I like the ZJ. Yeah, the ZJ. Well, I've always tried to say LeBeau's last name with the K, and apparently that's silent. No, yeah, it's Padme. It's not Capitadu. No, Because that's it's what not. it is in my head. I know. Hey, do me a favor. I need some butter. Can you hand me the knife? <laughs> Hey, there's all these gnats around my face. Get them out of here. <laughs> oh, you guys, you're so funny. <laughs> That's not an English word that I have any reason to know how to pronounce. But so knife and gnat are. I know, but I know how to say knife and gnat. I'm sorry that KP Kapadapatadanu is really Padanu. So it has a lot of vowels in it. It's freaking you out. Yeah. Totally. I had a real hard time in Hungary. Well, here's the thing. I'm having a hard time now, man. <laughs> there's, a lot of, there's a lot of consonants in words in Hungary. I just... Listen, I will always give you credit. Like, you are up... To, and even more with the with, with all... Since we've been doing this for a year now, that you are up on pop culture. That I can't believe you didn't know how to say that guy's name. I never heard it. It's always been the way... I've, it's like... Digimon. Mis- Digimon Hunsu. <laughs> Hashtag Digimon. I hate you so much. Oh my god, it's so hot in here. It is. I know. I'm on fire in here. I know, but the air conditioning's down, man. It's like a thousand degrees in oh, South Florida. Air conditioners having a hard time. Man. It is. We have a fan somewhere, but not in here. Can't use that during this. Oh, blurgity blurg. You can make fun of me though. All right, Digimon. What's next? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Are you gonna watch the end of Jessica Jones? I yes. Oh. Oh my god! I didn't yeah. even finish season two yet. Mm-mm. Season two is nowhere as good as season one is. Season one's amazing. No, yeah, exactly. Season one's perfect. It's season like great, one, great. We didn't need to see anything else. One. It could live on its own. However, yeah. would you like to chime in? Because Jody fell care. down the Jessica Jones rabbit hole. Oh, she discovered watch- it on Netflix and ran through you the don't entire have the series. Right here. All three seasons. Nice. In probably two weeks. Speak up. I don't really want to speak. Uh, yeah, don't pressure her. Don't so, pressure her. But did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy it? Okay. Okay, so, so yeah. So she ran through, you went through all three seasons in two weeks. That's awesome. Maybe three. And which season did you like the best? I actually liked them all. Yeah? Yeah. What? I was very entertained. Cool. I feel like I, I liked would... how it unfolded. Like, it was As a story across yeah. three. I was riveted by the first season. I oh, thought it was so good. The first season was great. I mean, Kilgrave's one of the best Marvel villains Bill's of all time. Ever. I mean, and and but Tennant did a great oh job. Oh my God, Tennant was so. Good. It's hard for me to like him in anything else because I hated him so much. Yeah, I agree with that. He was so awful. He was such an awful creeper in the I, first season. What? It, what? Here's the thing too. Like the Kilgrave on Jessica Jones in the comics is known as the Purple Man, which is why he wears purple in the in the series. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're not going to call him that because it's a ridiculous name. But his power is this whole mind control thing. And to reinterpret that in today's world is a brilliant interpretation of that show because it shows you how that fucks with people so hard. I mean, you know, they had um, like a, like almost like a, a 
AA community of people that have been mind controlled and how right. it just sort of like right. really twists them, it, twists their insides and readjusting to not being mind controlled uh, by somebody. It's a Scient- really brilliant interpretation. Scientology escapees. Oh boy. No, we weren't going to talk about that. We're not. But I'm just saying. I'm not hashtagging. I will say this. I will say this, though. Since Kilgrave, like, Marvel has crushed it with the villains. They've always had a shitty reputation for their bad guys because it doesn't really matter. And now it just sort of matters. Like Because they always get the the stereotypical guy with, you know, twisting his mustache. Yeah, yeah, from from snidely whiplash to, to, to like... (laughs) But now they have, like... Uh, Michael B. Jordan and 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 Black Panther was a great villain. Fantastic. Um, They're... They're Michael very, Keaton as the Vulture was incredible. Yeah, they're very uh, human and complex. Yeah, and Thanos people. Yeah, and you have to and a good villain you have to agree a little bit with because a, a good that's villain, the brilliance of Thanos. Yeah, well, a, a good villain you don't the villain doesn't think he's the bad guy. The yeah, villain thinks exactly. that they're doing good. Exactly. Oh, doesn't that sound familiar in today's world across the globe? Just saying, it's something that. There. We're living in a Marvel comic book right now. I know. <laughs> I agree. That's true. So, speaking of Marvel, what do you... Because I, I, I heard rumors that Marvel's going to push... I off. heard a rumor. Uh, uh, it's I not even close rumor. to how that song goes. <laughs> oh, anyway. Put- Say you got a broken heart. Uh, oh. Now that sounds more... I like- heard a rumor. All right. All right, let's go. What? Yes, I did. No, I think I'm just going to let her go. <laughs> I want to get to the part where you don't remember the words and you just fake your way through it. These are all the words I know. So, <laughs> so the next was just Digimon stuff. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> so anyway, go on. I'm sorry, Marvel. What do you think about... Uh, I think Marvel's going to... Uh, at Oscar season, Marvel's going to push for Infinity War and... You mean... For what? Best picture. You mean Endgame. Endgames, yes. Endgame. I'm sorry. You're right. Endgame. And I can see that. What do you think of Robert Downey Jr. getting nominated for Nazi? Hey, look. Did we already talk about this? Did we? Already, yeah, we already talked about this. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think we did. We totally well, did. We need to go back it. and listen to our own content. Look, I think... Uh, <laughs> well, I, I feel like on his past work alone, and that coupled with his work in the trilogy of Avengers I, and Iron Man, I, I'm down. I'm down. I, I think we'll get nominated for Best Supporting. He can get yeah. a Lifetime Achievement mm-hmm. Award. If they want to give it to him for this, that's fine. But I think it would just represent his Because here's the thing. I think it, that's, that's, what, that's what the Oscars are, though. That happens all the time. I know. If, I, Heath, if Heath Ledger never died... Well, he would have never won. Well, I think that Robert Downey Jr. would have gotten it for Tropic Thunder. Oh! oh. I agree with that, because he was good. And they mm-hmm. were very hard pushing him for an Oscar that, that yeah. year. And that was he the was only other person... So I mean, there, all of them were great, but like that was like, wow, he did such a great job. Isn't it funny? Even that it's not that long ago, I don't think he could get away with playing that. Absolutely bag. not. Isn't Absolutely that funny? Not. No, everyone's a... got so pussified since since that that point. This in time. is what I feel like. These kids are so bored today. They just want something to be pissed off about. I just want to be mad about something. Somebody give me something to be mad about. No, I, I feel you like... have. You're gonna be mad about my armpit hair. I'm mad at you. I'm mad at you. <laughs> Look at my armpit hair. Look at it. Can't we have a gender neutral Santa Claus at Christmas time? Stop. I bet in ten years. Uh, it's already happening. Oh it's already fucking happening. Don't don't. They hate our holidays. They. They do. Who's they? Millennials. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they hate a lot of things. They also they don't like everything. to cook. So, um, Ghostbusters twenty twenty. Paul Rudd. Wheels up, motherfucker. I'm Why? all for that. Why? Who cares? What do you mean? I mean, who cares? You love Paul Rudd. I know, but my favorite part of that whole bit was the fact that he was standing in front of... The, I watched him... St- the thing In New he, York where he slimed his pants. And nobody was even looking at him. Nobody even noticed... I guess you can do that in New York. ...that he was around. That's why I like Paul Rudd. Yes. But I felt like Ant-Man was overrated. I, I liked, liked Ant-Man. I liked the second one better. I like them both. I, I like, like them both too. Yeah, and nothing yeah. happens in the second one, but he's fucking great in it. He's b- better. It's a fun little movie. No. That's what I like about it. I like the fact that it's not this I, huge, crazy fucking thing. I like the fact it, that it's an intimate 80s kind of popcorn at home with pizza movie. That's what it feels like to me. You and have I like popcorn that. and pizza together? Whatever. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Digimon. <laughs> Shut up, Digimon. <laughs> uh, I think Ant-Man, I, I've, said, I've already said this on the podcast a hundred times, but Ant-Man is... A wonderful character because he's literally your eyes to the Marvel Universe. He's the guy that's freaked out by everything. That goes, this world is fucking nuts. 
That's what I love about him. <clears throat> and I really hated the. Why do you have a problem with him being a Ghostbusters? Hulk, half Hulk, half live action. What's his name? Too. That was Mark weird. Ruffalo. Yeah. No, Professor Hulk is the best storyline, and I have that whole run in the comics. It's my favorite. His it's face is weird. He looked like the. He's sun. a giant green baby. Fucking mo- oh boy. Baby, baby face. Baby. No. Mark Ruffalo with no. a giant baby green pump, body. Pump the hate breaks, Digimon. <laughs> you can stop. You can stop. <gasps> I, I don't think I can. Hashtag never. <laughs> uh, anyway. Hey, look. Uh, I'm down with Paul Rudd. I I think it's about time that they finally got like serious about doing a Ghostbusters remake like, and hired a funny... I mean, look. In the last one, they hired a lot of funny people, and it was great, and it was... Oh, I have to stop? No. It wasn't that great. I mean, the, the, the script could have been better. I love Kristen Wiig. I love all those actors. Okay. Were, I feel like those actors were wasted. Wait. This is... I wa- Okay, so I've been watching <clears throat> Screen Rant's pitch meetings lately, right? We went, We all went down the pitch meeting rabbit Fan- hole. Yes, and it's fantastic. And it's fantastic. So shout out to that guy. Uh, he, he did Ghostbusters 2016, and it was Fucking hilarious! It's one of the best ones he's done. And talk about millennials being pissed off. Why did instead of making it all female? Why didn't you just have a mixed cast of people? Why didn't you have four Ghostbusters that are men and women, and all sort you know, and all sorts of the colors of the rainbow, whatever? I well, mean, he pointed out in the pitch meeting like the fact that all of them were the the funny guy. They all had right. they all were the same uh, yeah. person. Yeah. Nobody had anything different, different. to do. Yeah. There was nothing different about that. See Winston Zeddemore. Yeah, and then I mean, talk about the straight guy. Oh my god, had to have and he's great. Yeah, and he's he fucking great fucking in phenomenal. it. Phenomenal. No, but every one of those characters had like Ray was kind of, you know, like innocent and naive. Naive, yeah. And but not stupid, no, just sweet. Yeah. Bill Murray's uh, uh, sarcastic. Venkman Bank, was sarcastic and cynical. Right. Egon was brains, brains, and like very, doesn't really have a sense of humor, right, which also analytical. makes him funny. Analytical, he was the great. That's great. Of the bunch. Well, yes. so if they can write proper characters having decent dialogue, that's what I mean. In those not actors, ridiculous situations. The, the 2016 Ghostbusters, those actors were wasted. They were. They're all very talented. Yeah, because it's funny, 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 right. funny. Because funny. nobody could, nobody could not be funny. It was like we have all these funny people. We have to make them all and it's funny. Improv, 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 improv. And it's like sometimes, it's like read the fucking script. Well, sometimes, write a well, sometimes you're you're in not being funny and being true to your character. That's funny. It, Egon's not funny, right. he's, but he's hilarious. He's great, yeah. Because his delivery is so cold. It's about writing characters. You have yes. to write the characters and be realistic with their dialogue. You can't... And fuck the director for not seeing that, not not adhering to that, or at least just or letting everyone just go off book and be all insane. Like, I don't want to see a two-hour movie of just insanity. Have you watched it? Have you actually watched it? Like, talked about it? Yeah. The new one. Oh, 2016. Yeah, 2016. Oh, yeah, yes. we saw yeah, the movie the theater. theater. Uh, you did? Yeah. yeah. Why? Because I wanted to see it. It was a cheap it. theater? We got, what, $5 Tuesday? Yeah, $5 Tuesday. Uh, okay. Let's go see Ghostbusters. Right. And I like all those actors. I wanted to see what was going to happen. I wasn't deterred. I like a shitty movie. Let's not lie. I'd rather see a <laughs> shitty movie than another blockbuster Marvel movie, to be completely honest with you. So, seeing some shitty... That doesn't make any sense. Why? They, I, all the Marvel movies are the same. They're all the same. I don't know. CGI, people... Blue guy, crystals. Right. It's like going. It's like the difference between getting dressed up to go out to have a drink and then just going to your nice shitty dive bar. Yes, that's the difference. It's like I'm just. Gonna okay. go to, I just feel like going to the nice shitty dive bar today. I like. Going, I want to go see Ghostbusters today at the five dollar theater. I don't want to have to invest too much. I want to have a good time. You must have walked in there thinking to yourself, "This is this is not going to turn out good." Hey man, I had an open mind. I'm like, all right, let's see what they got. I didn't let's hate see what it. They got. Did you laugh at all? Yeah, there's probably a few moments. There were a couple of funny moments. I mean, they're funny people. I mean, you're not gonna be a you know tight ass the whole time. It's the it's the that the old thing that happens to all these movies where you're like, oh, this is good. Maybe this is gonna keep going. Maybe maybe they've gotten over the hump. Maybe the shitty part's gone. <laughs> this is good. Maybe it's gonna get good now. Yeah, maybe it's gonna get good <laughs> now, and then it doesn't, and then something happens, and you're like, oh, now it gets good. No, oh, it doesn't. No. Yeah, I mean, it's just, so you're just like inflating the balloon, and just and then the air of, just keeps like, falling oh, out good. of it. Oh, good! This is gonna be this is gonna be good. This is where it gets. This is gonna From be. here, it's gonna yeah. be hilarious. Man, <laughs> and it isn't. It ends, and then you're left disappointed, and that's kind of and that's why I feel like the the 
pitch meeting thing was so funny because it just hit the nail on the head. The things that you didn't know were an issue. Like, you know it was shitty and you know why you didn't like it, sort of. But when he starts putting his finger on the plot holes and the lack of character and just the, like, horrible storytelling, you're like, uh, yes, that reason, of course, duh. Didn't realize that till you said it, but yes. You didn't notice it, but your brain did. Yeah, and, and <laughs> I was just going to say, Plinkett did a great review on it, too. Yeah. And I hadn't even seen it. Oh, but, wow, but. does he? I guess that's what oh, I'm doing. That's what haven't? I'm doing next oh, week. Oh, come on. Plinkett yeah. reviews this? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, oh, yeah. I have to watch it. Oh, yeah, he, we have to he, watch it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Again, he if, you it with watched, butter knife. if you haven't watched Mr. Plinkett's reviews on any movie, but his are like a, as long as the movie almost. Like he gives you like an hour and a half but review. But they're fucking great. They are. But Screen Rant gives you five minutes and and hits, kills it and, and hits a lot of the same points. Wow! 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 <laughs> Unclear. <laughs> Barely an inconvenience. Yes. Super easy. Barely an inconvenience. That's his hashtag. Oh my god, he's great. That guy's great. That must have been hard. No, super easy actually. Ah, <laughs> uh, so um. Did you know that Rick Moranis retired from... Yes. Yeah, do you know why? Did you because ever read... his wife died. Yeah, I know. And he became a stay-at-home dad. Dad, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I read... I, I was... Uh, about a couple months ago, I was curious. I'm like, whatever happened to Rick Moranis? So I read this... I looked him up and I read this article. And Me it was, too. It's heartbreaking. It's, but it's heartbreaking. Really beautiful and amazing and... He's like, the only reason that people were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he's quitting at the height of his career. Yeah. He's like, was because I was in the public eye. If I was a garbage man and I quit for the same reasons, nobody would think I was do. I was leaving behind the best thing that ever happened to me. He's like, I had priorities. He had to raise his kids. His his wife was sick. But I want to know where his money came from then at that point. Like, had he invested so well at that point that he could just stay home? Some actors do. Some actors just do. And and then it's like, I got got enough to live comfortably. We can count the number of blockbuster movies he was in. That's true. That is very true. I mean, if you sock it away and invest your money, you're going to be fine. He made an appearance on, I think, the Goldbergs. Uh, No. Oh, he did. Did yeah. he? He came out of retirement. It's a cameo. But I think he did it I as Dark made, Helmet. I thought he made a couple cameos. Because no. what I read from a few years ago is that he didn't even want to be interviewed. Like, it oh, was wow. like in 2013 or something. Like, it was everything that the people could do to, like, get him to do the interview. No, that guy's off the radar, for sure. Oh, no, like, he like, does he not does... even care. No, I, and I think that's amazing. And I, in I, the interview like... that I read, he said something like, um, yeah, was it fun hanging out on set with, like, Steve Martin and John Candy? Like, he, like, named Yeah, but you're just people. like one of those guys, you know? You're not... It's not like they're so far away. But you're that's what in he said. Lead. He's like, yeah, having something different happened to you every single day and not knowing what to expect with these guys and being there was exciting. And that was, that was a great, that is great. And when you raise kids, your days kind of blend together, but that's what you're, that's what I have to do. Blah, blah, blah. But he kind of intimated that. Yes, that, Sometimes I think he misses it, which mm-hmm. explains why he would go and do something like the Goldbergs just, just for a, taste. a second. Yeah. yeah. Well, Especially then, please kids bring, are grown, right? Pre- kids are got to be grown up. Please bring Lewis Tully back for Ghostbusters 2020. Be awesome. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. That oh, would, as way. a Ghostbuster. <clears throat> oh, my God. He needs to be the, um, Mar- he needs to be the Annie Potts character. He needs to Annie be- Potts is coming back. For I know. I read that. But I just think that they need to make her a Ghostbuster and him their, not- their new secretary. Do you know they originally approached John Candy for Rick Moranis' role in Ghostbusters? That would and, be a completely different movie. Yeah, totally. Well, John Candy said he he wanted to play it, if I'm remembering correctly, I think he wanted to play it as, like, a weird German guy. <laughs> like, with the accent and all that. And God, like, I, I miss him. I miss him. I miss him. John Candy. Man, and he's just so genuine. Like, all of his characters, the way the camera yeah. loves him. The camera he's honest. It doesn't matter how ridiculous his character is. If you're honest, it's... it's Are we talking funny. about John Candy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Summer Rental is just amazing. Oh, yeah. oh, God, it's on constantly. Summer Rental's on constantly. Yeah, but I, love just... his, I love his character in Home Alone. His ca- Where he's like, they're on... They rent he's it. He's the Polka King. Yeah. Oh. She, 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 gets, she can't get out of the airport when they're in Detroit or something. And she's like, all right. And, and he's like, oh, we're going to go ride in this truck. And they all have Beerstein jackets. And yeah. it's. And he can't, he can't believe how she's never heard of him because they're the Polka Kings of the Midwest. And while he's being hysterical, it's also like tear jerking. Yeah. He's like the most. Uh, so brilliant. Oh, planes, trains, and automobiles. That's, just, Give me that. that's, that's, my, that's my Thanksgiving go to. Uncle all Buck? Who doesn't want an Uncle Buck? But I feel like... A degenerate. It, everybody wants <laughs> Degenerate who tries to but, keep you in line. I mean, every, I feel like uh, Plain Saints and Automobiles, that's like one of the best John Hughes movies and his best uh, performance. They worked I agree. really well together. Who directed that? Did John Hughes direct mm-hmm. that? I read the, was it, was it Christopher Columbus? Or Chris, Chris Columbus? Plain Saints? Yeah. No, it's 
written and directed by John Hughes. The original cut of that movie was four hours. What? And he did I have, such a I good job. I have the original script, and it's amazing. It's like, holy shit, it's very long. Um, he but did yeah. an amazing job of directing yeah. those two. Well, once you get those two guys in, in the room together, and yeah. then you have this huge script, I mean, it just balloons. And then he had this four-hour movie, and he well, had to cut it down. Why? And that's what can I think we, is... Can like, I get that cut? Like, I'd just like to see it. I think that's Even what's if it so stinks. brilliant about him, is the fact that you can take two of people like that, with those kind of chops... And yeah. pers- like taking up space, the two of them take up a lot of space on screen, and putting them in a room together in a tight space together on screen, and not have it come across as um, aggressive or headbutting, w- and still be endearing, is amazing. The yeah. fact that you didn't want to murder John Candy, but also want to murder John Candy, right? Well, you kind of want to murder him, and then you want to hug him, and like the right. that's what I mean. Right. I got that. I got that reversed. Right. I just got that. Reversed. I feel like we all have friends like that, you know. Like we're yeah. like, God, I hate you, but I can't hate you, but you're being a dick right now. Or you're fucking you're, annoying. You're yep, so you're goddamn annoying. annoying. You're so annoying. That's why this podcast exists, people. I thought you really loved me. I do. Okay. Sometimes just want to slap your face. Whatever. You're fucking annoying. Council rests. And you can't rest. Oh, so I'm getting drunk. Because <laughs> there's nothing in that but booze. I know. It's like three different kinds of alcohol that taste like a mm-hmm. ch- chocolate covered cherry. Yeah. Mmm, drunk. So, did you? Any, did anybody read? I should have put this in entertainment, but whatever. We're here now anyway, so well, we're it's all part of the journey. We're in, we're in entertainment still. All right. Well. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. That's nice. Um. So George Lucas revealed what he was going to have if he was directing episode seven through nine. Did you know? Do you know? Do I know what? That he was going to have what? His penis on the screen? He was going to traipse through every scene? No, he was going to write himself nobody in wants, a fucking Nobody Jedi? wants to see that little dainty thing. That's what I'm talking screen. about. Mushroom So cat. he would have had our heroes shrink down and go on a journey in the midichlorian world. Wow. Yeah, we've already seen it, and it was the other Canadian who we all love. Uh, so he wanted to do the Fantastic Voyage. Exactly, dude. That's uh, no fucking he, awful. Where he goes into what's his name and he gets shot. Yeah, inner space. Inner space. It's based on Fantastic Voyage. Oh, okay. Yeah, that. Well, you're hanging on the '80s movies. But Digimon. Still. Did, uh, yeah. So again, <laughs> we could hashtag. That seriously uh, needs to be like somehow your like handle on Instagram. No, go fuck yourself. Or... It's sort of embarrassing, and while I'm laughing, I'm also still a little bit embarrassed. It's awesome. Oh my God, it's the best thing ever. This episode is so good because of Digimon. <laughs> uh, anyway, so hashtag go fuck yourself, Uncle George. I mean, talk about hanging up your fucking spurs. That motherfucker. Can you imagine if that, tri- like, oh, we're going to shrink Luke down and he's going to meet midi What the fuck is his problem? Yeah, Crystal he- Skulls? Go fuck yourself, man. God. Somebody needs to let him write an alien movie. Like, yeah, literally just, just about he, aliens. Then maybe he should just tell his life story. He just, you know, he needs to write a movie that has nothing to do with any of the, uh, his other movies. And mm-hmm. then it might be interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shrinking Luke down until, we're going to inject him into Vader? Inject him into his own dad? I don't know. Dad, Inge- you might no, want to but- check out your colon. Because Luke's there. That little pa- stabbing pain in your gallbladder? Don't worry, it's just Luke. He's pulled out his lightsaber. <laughs> He's going to cauterize it. <laughs> it's instantaneous. It's painless. You want a vasectomy? We're going to inject Luke into your balls. <laughs> Unclear. <laughs> Barely an inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh my wow. god! Wow! 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 <laughs> I'm done with my entertainment. Uh, I, I, I covered most of the shit that I wanted. To I talk totally about. did. Let's get to those questions. All right. So, Jim, what are you drinking? Uh, I Hulk's am hammered? drinking a hammered Hulk. Oh, hammered Hulk! I knew it was something. Now I feel like I'm talking like this. I'm drinking a hammered Hulk. <laughs> this is my pretentious voice. <laughs> unclear. Unclear. <laughs> it's unclear if I've drank the whole drink. The whole drink. The whole. I think it's clear to us you drank the whole drink. Nonetheless, unclear. (laughs) It's very clear. Clear, 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 clear. Go. What's your question for me? What was your favorite or most memorable toy from childhood that wasn't a video game? 
I had it for years. I had it up until I moved out of my dad's house, and then somehow it was still there. And then Sock it monkey. Vanished. No. It vanished. We know how it vanished. I had Rom the Space Knight. I don't know what that is. That's the best part. That's the best part. Like, all of my... All of this retro shit that I want to find and, and, and uh, like, complete in collections is, like, the lesser-known stuff. Not Aren't the, you cool? Oh. No, I'm not trying to... It's for me. It's not for anybody else. I hide this shit in my closet, for Christ's sakes. So what happened to it? Got thrown out. Yeah, your stepmother happened. Love I you. didn't say it, Dad. Love you, Mom. Yeah, I had that thing. Like, no... Okay. It fucking so, sucks. So, Rom... The Space Knight had a comic book series that was amazing, and it literally, at the time, had changed the face of, uh, not changed the face of the Marvel Universe, but it was a really important part, because Rom fought these creatures called the Dire Wraiths, and... Diarrheas? Dire, dire Wraiths. Oh. And they were these, like, kind Diarrhea of... Diarrhea Wraiths. Right. Yeah. Digimon. Digimon. Um, <laughs> You're assholes. <laughs> And they were really fucking creepy demon characters. They were kind of like fat and gross, and they had like uh, and their their tongue would like zap into your forehead, and then they could take your shape. They'd kill you and take your shape. Rom would? No, the dire race. They, those the were his enemies. Is. That's that's who he went to Earth to, to go fight. Okay. And Rom was just cool, and eventually. So he's pepto bismol. Oh, this was he pink? This isn't really fun anymore. No, oh, he was silver. He was a shiny was silver. Kidding. I have two Rom shirts. I bought them on on Redbubble. Well, so what was Rom? Was he like a twelve inch like? Yes, he was a articulated. 12... Oh, they didn't have a lot of points of articulation at that point. He probably had one, two, three, four, five points of articulation. But he was this silver armored character, and he had uh, red eyes that lit up if you put the sort of like n- a Cylon. nine volt battery. But he had two. Uh, he had he had these these all these guns that did things. He could have diff- a nine volt things. battery in him. Yeah, he wore a backpack that had a nine volt battery. And he had lasers. Yeah, he had laser guns. Yeah, but they were all the ones that sent the dire race back to their dimensions. Oh, cool! It was a cool fucking character. It's a very dark series. I mean, very dark series. When did when... you get this toy? How old were you? Eleven. Very dark. It's very dark. Twelve year olds. But the comic book series came later. The toy was developed, and then they sold the rights to it to Marvel Comics, and then it became had, part of so it. So you had the toy before, so it wasn't even like a like co-branded thing? It's one toy. It was just a toy, this guy who did these things, and then they were like, we're going to make No, our- the history came when he was part of, part of the comic book series. Oh, so you just had the toy that you're like, I love the silver guy with his guns and his red eyes. Yes. And then they made the comic book series. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, that is pretty Because yeah. most of the time, yeah. in our generation... Cartoons were created to sell toys. Yeah, that's what I this mean. This was kind of the opposite yeah, of that. It was like, let's create a toy, let's sell that. That makes this toy much cooler. Oh, yeah, super cool. Yeah. Super cool. Much Barely cooler. an inconvenience. <laughs> um, and, and, like, it literally, he literally echoed across the Marvel Universe, which was, like, super, super cool. Like, I remember the image of the diorates being, like, in, in like, blood donation packs, like, like, uh, like packets of blood. And you'd see like the diorate in there, so they started injecting these diorates like into people, and then they would take over their bodies. It was that super was a fucking toy? creepy. No, it wasn't a toy. It was in oh. the comic book. In fact, Professor Hulk, when Rick Jones, who his partner, got married, they actually br- he actually had to ask permission because the licensing had run out to bring Ron back, so he'd make an appearance in the Hulk. How about that? That's pretty interesting too. You're one of the nerdiest people I know. I really am. Yeah, I know. Barely an inconvenience. (laughs) Unclear. My my question for you. What am I drinking? You are drinking the Ringo's drumstick. Oh, that's right, drumstick. Yes. Mm. My question is simple, but it might be more complicated than (gasps) I think. Total nit. Here's my question for you. Beatles or Rolling Stones? Neither. I knew it. I I said she was going to shut me down on this. He did. I said she was going to shut me down on this. (laughs) When I came up with this question, I talked to her about it, and we had a a 45-minute conversation about this. Yeah, okay. This is why you married her and not me. Myriad reasons we broke up. We can add this to the list. He and I could have a conversation about different bands for 45 minutes. When we drove to the Mm -hmm. Keys before our wedding, we were talking about music for our wedding and all the songs. We went down the rabbit hole with all these like freestyle 80s bands, right? Mm -hmm. Miami music scene, like weird shit. 
Right? And we talked for so long about it. But a lot of people can't have those conversations. So why did I marry him? Because we can have those kind of weirdo conversations together. thought it was because of my massive dick. I said one of the reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I like them equally because I didn't grow up necessarily listening to the popular Beatles or... Rolling Stones. That's a good point. And that's also like where we kind of went with that. Yeah. So like, yeah, go so there. So my go dad there. liked the pre-drug Beatles, right? He I liked, liked the drug Beatles. He yeah. liked, exactly. Yeah. And so I always, as a child, had heard the, the like boy band Beatles. So that's dumb. And then when I got a little bit away as a like young adult from my parents and started meeting people with wider tastes, all of a sudden, dripping from a dead dog's eye... And Pot had found themselves in my life. <laughs> <laughs> See? I did it. You don't shut me down. Go. Keep going. So, I love it. So, uh, I remember laying on the beach at... And you're like, that's such a weird lyric. Dude, holy shit. Dripping like, from a dead no, dog's eye. I'm sharing, like, headphones with somebody on the beach. I don't know who it was. It was probably Amy Hamill, but it might have been somebody else. And I'm listening to the Beatles. It might have been my friend Chad, How cute. actually. Discovering the Beatles for the first time as a stoned teenager. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you guys heard this? But it was kind of awesome because it was like I did have that moment literally of now I understand. Okay, I see what the big deal about the Beatles is now, right? Because I grew up, we grew up through the Nirvana age. To me, that's some fucking weirdo psychedelic shit that people got that I didn't. And so all of a sudden the Beatles made sense. Uh, So, yes, it did take me until becoming a young adult to understand and appreciate the Beatles. The Rolling Stones were good rock and roll music. It was nice background music. I do have my favorite songs by the Rolling Stones. Which is? Uh, Under My Thumb. Interesting choice. Really? Interesting choice. Yeah. We had this conversation actually at South last like, week. Lyrically or is it just something oh, about, the, about, about the yeah, beat, like the the music. beat of it? It's the, it's the okay. melody. It's the drive. I really like the the lyrics. are like It just musically is attractive to me. Um What's the one you said? Give me shelter. Give me shelter is good. I do like shattered. Shattered. Wally used to Wally used to do shattered at karaoke and killed it. Shattered is my top two. Shattered and give me uh, give me shelter. Shattered is after under my thumb for sure. But could I name a whole bunch of Rolling Stone songs? No. If I went to a Rolling Stone show, I'd probably be like, holy shit, I didn't know that I knew so so many many Rolling Stone songs. And you probably know every single one. Oh my god, it would be so much fun. It's fun. Paint it black, Jumpin' Jack Flash. Oh my god, it's fun. Hey, who did a nice cover of Paint it black? You did. This guy. You did a great job. Thank you. So, I feel like they're just different. I don't think that you can say one or the other, right? I don't feel like you can be like, Beatles or Rolling Stone. They are different. They are different, yeah. Yeah, but it appeals to two different sides of me. One side wants to go out and dance and like have a good time or cry because they did some other stuff that made you want to cry but the Beatles makes me want to like get high and see colors and like trip out with the Dalai Lama yeah the fucking sitar music and shit cool ass when no Rava Shankari that's 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 <laughs> who you want to get point being it's two different things it's like this is like gelato versus ice cream how can you choose how can you choose because haagen is fucking banging and it ain't fucking gelato <laughs> there's some gelato that is good 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 I'll agree with that. It's a hard choice. It is. No, it is. A, but that's why I like the question. Because it's yeah. more complex than you think it is. And where I thought you were just going to shoot me down, you gave a great answer to that. I, I know, because I do like... Because I'm, I'm complex and people think that I'm not. No, I think you're pretty complex. What? Uh, complicated. I'm complicated like a bad Oh, look how complicated your shit is. <laughs> I tried to keep that going. Because <laughs> you like my old man voice. <laughs> Is that your old man voice? So yes! Funny? I'm on the shitter! <laughs> <laughs> Don't bother me, Digimon! Shit my pants right now! That's not how I talk! Alright. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> hey! Digimon out the door! Digimon nuts? Yeah! <laughs> Woo! High 10. That was fucking awesome. <sighs> Why is it high 10 a t-shirt at this point? Oh, by the way, you know the little hands on, on the, the emoji hands? Yes. They're high fives. Yes. They're not, They're not prayer, prayer hands. They're not prayer hands. 
So if you get that, so we I need see, to start. We, yeah, we, so see, we need to start like overusing that at this point. It's like high ten. Oh my god, we need to start high like hashtagging that high ten. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I'm gonna do that right after we get done with this. Mm, tacos. Right after we sober what? up tomorrow. What? Yeah. So. What? Say what? Do south or? Well, I gotta find out what food truck is at Copper Point. Cause look, if at Copper Point it is one thing that we love, we're gonna go have dinner there and a beer there, and then we can go to Do South after. Or maybe we can oh. do that anyway. Maybe we can go to maybe we go to Copper Point have a little beginning beer, a little best of both worlds. Yeah, or vice okay. versa or yeah, something. Next to each other, depending on what the food truck. Let's go is. to Naboo. We haven't been to Naboo. What about Poodoo? That's poop in Star Wars. <laughs> No, there's another brewery called Nobu, but we call it Nabu because it's... They should just go... They should that. just call it it, but then Uncle Luke would sue the Nabu. fuck out of them. Uncle oh, Luke? Lucas. Uh, Uncle, Uncle George. Uncle Luke. George. I'm Luke. drunk. I'm drunk. Uncle Luke you... Digimon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, motherfucker. Try not to suck in your dick on the way to the pocket lot. <laughs> See you later, fuck face. Goodbye! Were you doing the Viceroy? <laughs> no! Then she would talk like this! No! Oh, did you mind? No! Try not to suck any dicks on the way to the parking lot! Oh, I always feel like a little... Just take my the line. Jedi is coming for you! <laughs> the Jedi! He's going to fuck us up and we are not prepared! Oh, give me some... Give me some Jabba. <clears throat> oh, I love how you... Ha! Ha! Atu Batu Solo! The worst and the best oh, ever. <laughs> I have to close my eyes when I do it too, because I picture his eyes all squished Are you, up. Please tell me you take a video. I no, I, you no. Take video of her doing that. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, take two. Good stretch. Good <laughs> take, stretch. Take two. Of my my imitation of Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> so good. Whoa! Do do solo. No paparazzi, please, no. please! <laughs> Get the camera on my fucking face! <laughs>